Welcome to our program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. If you'd like to write us or you'd like to send us an email or just to let us know what you're thinking or maybe you got a question on your mind or just to come in contact with the ministry, it's hfchurch, the number seven, at gmail.com. That's hfchurch, the number seven, at gmail.com. I want to talk to you today about the basics of abundance. You know, the Bible said in John 10 and 10, the thief come to steal, kill, and destroy, but I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Now, 2 Corinthians 8 and 9 says, If you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that through his poverty might be rich. That ye through his poverty might be rich. So the abundance of God. Now we know that Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. So we see that God wants to bring us to a place of blessing. Now the Bible says in Proverbs 10.22, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Now there's seven mindsets that I believe oppose poverty. And I believe that second, third John chapter, chapter 2 says, My beloved brother, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So we know that it's God's desire that I prosper because as he says so. Number two, God thinks nothing is too good for me. You can find that in Proverbs 24 and 4. And also in the third mindset is God wants me to have the best. Psalms 35 and 27. And I should be an obedient giver. Malachi chapter 3 verse 8. And according to Deuteronomy 8 and 18, God gives me the power to get wealth. So the world's wealth can and will come into our hands according to Proverbs chapter 13 verse 22. So God's covenant with me through Christ is the same as Abraham. Deuteronomy 28, Genesis 12, and Galatians 3 and 29. So we see from studying the scripture that it's God's will for us to prosper. We see from studying the scripture that God wants you to prosper. That God wants you to be blessed. That God wants to pour out his covenant upon you. He said in, in Genesis chapter 12 verse 3 to call to Abraham, he said, whatever who blesses you, I'll bless them. And ever who curses you, I'll curse them. So we see so in that all the blessing and all the family is going to come out of thy seed. So we know that everything starts with the seed. Now we know that you started with the seed. So if you want to change your life, you got to change what you're doing. You know, so many people are praying, Lord, give me money. Pray and give me money. Money doesn't work that way. Work, money is on a system of sowing and reaping. You sow money, you're going to get money. You sow money, you're going to get money. You sow corn, you're going to get corn. You don't see apples under an, an orange tree because apples don't fall off an orange tree. Oranges fall off an orange tree. So everything's going to produce after its kind. Only in America do we think we can give away our old clothes and get a new house. And we've been taught that so much in religion. And I, and I realize that the church is kind of taking the sowing and reaping and, and made a, it's made a mockery out of it in one sense because I do believe as you sow, you begin to reap a harvest. But also, you got to think you got to have an expectancy. And I hear these people say all the time, well, Pastor, you know, I think God expects us to sow and not expect anything back. Well, I understand your mindset because that sounds good, but it's really not biblical because the Bible said, whatsoever man soweth, he shall 
receive a reward. He shall, whatever man sow, that shall he also reap. So we see that God gave Jesus. Was he expecting anything back? And the church will say no, but he really was. He was expecting a family. Jesus would have not allowed his son to die if his son wasn't going to redeem a family. And his son redeemed a family. That's me and you. That's the good thing about the abundance of God. That's the good thing about the favor of God. That's the good thing when we start talking about God reproducing or God multiplying or blessing our lives. How does he do that? Well, he does that as you begin to sow. You know, as we begin to sow, farmers never had a problem with this with this uh, law, and it works the same way every time. And you say, well, I just want the blessings of God. Well, you know, the love of God's unconditional. The blessings have conditions with them. That's what God's looking to do in your life, is to pour out the blessings in your life so that the favor of God will be abundant in your life, and you'll walk in the blessings and the favor of God all the days of your life. See, that's the good thing about this marvelous mercy of grace and passion that God so talks about. God wants you to be blessed. That's the first thing that's got to be determined in your mind, that God wants you to be blessed. He said in 3 John, My beloved brother, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So he's saying you've got to change the way you think if you want to change the way you live. And Proverbs 23, 7 says, Whatsoever man thinketh in his heart, talking about the mind, the suki, he shall walk in that. So whatever man believeth in his, in his mind, that's what he is. You will never rise above what you believe you are. If you think you're a failure, you're going to be a failure. If you think you're a winner, you're going to be a winner. You determine your destiny based upon the way you think. Jesus has done everything. Now he just wants you to receive it. If you look at Adam, God created everything in the garden, got the garden perfect, put all the seeds in it, planted all the plants in it, got everything perfect before he put Adam in it. See, God's got everything perfect through Jesus that all you got to do is walk in the favor and the blessings of God. And you don't have to follow after or go after the stuff. The stuff will go after you because they'll chase you down because of the favor and the blessings of God. That is the beauty of grace.